Hello, my Pilates lovers. Welcome to All Things Pilates with Darian Gold. I'm Darian, and this podcast gives me an opportunity to interview different people in the Pilates community and share these conversations with you. In today's interview with Lori Coleman Brown, you'll hear Lori talk about her time with Romana Krizanowska and how Romana helped her develop a teacher training program. Lori is a very sweet gal. I think you're going to really like the interview. The show today is especially suited for Pilates instructors who have participated in teacher training programs in the past and have always thought about creating their own based on what they've learned. But before launching into such an ambitious project, many factors must be taken into account. Our guest today is Lori Coleman-Brown, a second-generation classical Pilates instructor from the Romana Krizanowska lineage. Lori has been teaching teachers for the last 25 years based on what she learned from Romana. I've asked her to share with us what the process is in preparing to teach teachers and also in opening a training center. In 1983, Lori was a dance major at SUNY Purchase, a college just outside New York City. And during a school party, Lori let loose. And while freestyle dancing, she severely twisted her knee. Her dance teacher at the time suggested that she try the Pilates method to help her heal her knee. And Lori learned of Romana Krizanowska in New York City. Lori traveled to Manhattan carefully climbed the stairs, stepped into Mr. Pilates' original studio, and her life was forever changed. She spent the next three years learning the classical Pilates method from Romana and from two of her assistant teachers and fellow dancers, Phoebe Higgins and Carrie Regan. Lori was fascinated by Pilates and so curious about what was under the skin She thought physical therapy would pair beautifully with Pilates and decided to go to physical therapy school. She graduated with a master's in physical therapy and the following year moved to Seattle for an opportunity to open the first Pilates teacher training center in the Pacific Northwest. Then in 1999, Romana honored Lori with the title of a Romana's teacher trainer. Twice a year for a number of years, Romana visited Lori to support her and help to teach and certify apprentices. Currently, Lori is the Director of Education for Atlas Pilates in Seattle and for the last five years has been at the helm of the teacher training program as well as the center's new Master's Pilates program. She also devotes 17 hours a week to teaching clients. Lori absolutely loves the process of teaching and the two-way exchanges between the teacher and the student. But her love is no less with the process of mentoring new teachers by helping them to gain and refine their teaching skills while learning the entire Pilates curriculum. Body literacy, injuries, and weaknesses are focal points in Lori's program as she guides the teachers in designing traditional Pilates workouts for individuals and small groups. Lori travels internationally with her teacher training program 
to countries such as Italy and Iceland. In her whimsical way, she says, Bringing the classical Pilates work to faraway lands is challenging and stomach-dropping fun to teach in another vibrant environment where teaching feels like jumping off a cliff, flying down through the exercises, while looking for a landing pad, and touching down just so. Now calling in from Seattle, Washington, is Lori Coleman-Brown. Hello, Lori. Hi, Darian. Welcome to All Things Pilates. Thank you, and thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to have you, Miss Lori. <laughs> In 1983, when you entered the 8th Avenue Original Pilates Studio, though you didn't know the full impact of Mr. Pilates' method at the time, what were your initial thoughts? And then what was your impression of Romana? I remember standing outside of a solid door and in dim lighting and then walking into a busy and captivating world with all kinds of people moving. There was an intensity and a really down-to-earth feeling at the same time. Ramana herself radiated energy, and I sense that everyone in the room oriented to her. She was really strong, and I was surprised by her influence on the room because she was so tiny. Did she address you right away? There was a flurry. She came to me, and I don't remember being very important. I was another dancer on her list of people to see. Can you describe your first lesson with her? What was that like for you? My strongest memory is that the unexpected exercise she gave to me, she had me stand on one leg with the other leg, outstretch for a really long time. I remember that being so strange because I was a mover and I expected to be moving and everyone else was moving. And she just had me standing still. And looking back, it makes perfect sense that she just nailed me. Her exercise that she chose for me required posture, endurance, control, and using my leg and my body as a whole. And with only one thing for me to focus on, it really steadied my mind. Yeah, Ramana nailed me. (laughs) And let me ask you, the knee pain, which knee was it? And was it the supporting leg or the working leg? I believe it was my left knee, although now my left knee is really good. And if, if anything, it's my right knee that's a little crunchy. And that would have been my, my right leg would be my supporting leg for sure. That was part of your lesson then, correct? Yes, that was part of my lesson, was standing on one leg. And then I think I was just mesmerized by her and the atmosphere and the other teachers moving around and the clients. And I really don't remember that much about my first lesson, specifically about exercises. I remember more of the feeling. Did it help you keep dancing? Yes, for sure. I was, the doctor told me that I would never dance again, and I was back to dancing in about three months. What is wrong with those doctors? They say that a lot, and then maybe they need to do Pilates, and then they would, wouldn't say that anymore. 
I know. It was very strange. I remember the doctor and I remember that test and him like really jerking my knee around a lot to like test the ligaments and thinking like he's making it worse. He's supposed to be there to um, be healed, you know, and helped. But the big brace that he suggested and his prognosis of never dancing again, you know, I didn't do the brace and I did dance again. So let me ask you, which discipline was more challenging to learn, Pilates or physical therapy? Gosh, they were very, very different learning processes. Pilates entered through the body and very viscerally by doing and moving and sweating. Of course, it's work, but it was also play, like exploring and seeing how things coordinate. And physical therapy enters through the brain by reading, studying, memorizing, eventually putting hands on people. And with physical therapy, there's the pesky business of writing reports for insurance companies. It's very different. Pilates comes through the body and physical therapy, especially when you're learning, is coming through the brain. Does that mean there weren't that many similarities? I mean, for sure there are similarities because we're working with people's bodies and minds, and the goals are both to help people feel good and function well. But the difference, Pilates being for exercise and for people to move and be healthy, the Pilates teacher is helping clients connect with themselves and clients improve and help themselves, whereas physical therapy is for injured, unhealthy people, and patients can become dependent or look on the professional to fix them. So it's a very different mindset, even though at the end of the day, you're both working on your bodies. Does this mean that you feel that it's not necessary that Pilates instructors also earn a PT license? Oh my gosh, I definitely do not agree that Pilates instructors need a physical therapy license or degree. Physical therapy is much more broad. Well, I don't know if broad's the right word, but you learn things about pathologies and I remember doing wound care on the burn unit and learning about cancer and you know, very deep understanding of illnesses and things that go wrong. And Pilates is working with healthy bodies on exercise. So like requiring Pilates instructors to go through the intellectual and brain avenue, I think would really be a disservice to um, Pilates and it would change Pilates completely. When you were... Romana's student, at some point, did you also start teaching there? I was way too shy (laughs) to come to her attention in that way at that time. She called me Little Dancer and, and then later spoke to me like, now, you, you've been around here a long time. Go stretch that man. So she put me to work, but I would not say that I was a, a teacher at her studio. I was maybe a helper, and I 
sponge, spongy learning observer person. And then what were the circumstances that caused Romana to ask you to be a teacher trainer? Because that's a big gap between being shy. (laughs) I know. I guess it was in Seattle where I really got to know her. I was the studio director in Seattle and was lucky enough to host Romana here for 10 days at a time, like more than once a year. So this included watching her teach and seminars and lessons, and but also sharing breakfast, lunch, and dinner with her. So I guess with perspective now, I'm realizing just how special an experience this was. We discussed exercises and people and groups and how she felt when she was with certain kinds of groups. Did you write this all down? I did. I really thought it through. I was, this has been such a great experience um, considering what I might say to people on the radio that are interested in Pilates and Pilates teacher training. When you were discussing various exercises with her while you're having a lovely meal, Mm -hmm. did you also talk about written materials or a manual that she had put together that she would pass on to you? How did that work? No, she passed her information to us live. Um, Romana was not, I mean, she took some notes. She had some notes from her studies with Joe, and um, but she didn't write things down for us. Occasionally, she would say, okay, now come and sit here, and I'm going to dictate the order for you. Of course, each time she did, it was a little bit different mm-hmm. because she was, you know, we were given from Joe Pilates a big basket of exercises and a couple of really big orders like the performer order and the mat order. And then in order to pass this on to other people, you couldn't just go from the first exercise on the reformer to the last exercise on the reformer. It just didn't make any sense because she tried. <laughs> so the first time she came to Seattle, she taught the reformer the first visit and then the mat the second visit and then the Cadillac the third visit. And for new people and new teachers, she changed it to give us a little bit on the reformer, a little bit on the mat, a little bit on the Cadillac, a little bit on the chairs. And that way we could begin and our students could begin to practice teaching our clients without having to get them doing, you know, the really advanced complex exercises. And this gives the opportunity for a student at any level to experience the system. Definitely. And so picking and choosing the exercises for the individual, of course, the new teacher trainee needs to learn all of the exercises. So we wind up teaching them in blocks so that they get all the curriculum. But when Ramana had clients and when we have clients, we pick and choose. These are the exercises for that person and to develop this or that that they need. For those listening who don't really understand or know what a teacher training program is, can you explain it? Learning Pilates from a teacher, the teacher is selecting 
from maybe 600 or more exercises what is good for the person in front of them. A teacher training program, we are looking how to deliver the information to the students so that they have a broad understanding of all the principles, the breathing, the control, the um, when to tell someone they're going, doing a good job and when to tell people, when to ignore somebody, you know, so that they work a little harder. Oh, I got that a lot from her. <laughs> yeah, like when to have guts and when she would pretend she wasn't watching. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you worked harder, right? Yeah, definitely. So we're transferring all of these tools, you know, that are one thing is the exercises um, with certain springs and certain safeties for the apparatus to help the people get a good workout and develop their bodies. Being a Pilates teacher, I never really expected it would be my life's work, but it's really fun and really rewarding. And it's really different and creative every day. When you go through a teacher training program, does that automatically mean that you will become certified? When people graduate from Atlas Pilates program, they get a diploma. I'm not really using the word certified. certified. I looked it up on the, you know, thesaurus.com or whatever. And these words are similar, but um, I think people getting a body of work and then getting a diploma. Yes, you learned everything. You passed all the tests, um, practical and written. And yes, you know what you're doing and go forth. (laughs) (laughs) But it seems like some places expect you to have a diploma that you're describing, but it needs to say certified. Yeah, I guess I'm not in favor of, I'm watching over the years, I'm watching um, organizations grow to become um, like umbrella organizations I don't know. The the thing about having an a third party say whether or not someone can teach Pilates, I'm just not there yet. I've taken the PMA test and I am PMA certified. And I That was online. You know, I, uh no, that you study in a book and then you go to a testing center and you take a test, and then you become a certified Pilates instructor, certified Pilates teacher via the PMA. And I wanted to go through the process to see what that was like. And I figured that some of my students, as Pilates grows, I figured that some of my students might at some point ask me about that. And so I I do like to speak from knowledge, you know, so I went through it myself. So what is your main goal with your teacher training program then? My goal is that when students graduate, that they have all the tools to have a great career, a successful and stimulating career as a Pilates professional. That is certainly what I have found myself doing. 
even after getting my physical therapy degree, I I just Pilates just pulled me back. I was just fascinated by the depth of the work and I do bring my physical therapy knowledge with me and I am really happy that I gained that knowledge. But I think there really is a place for Pilates with side by side. Yeah, but it's different. If I have someone in my studio, even being a physical therapist, and one of my clients has a persistent hitch in their get-along, they have a persistent wrist problem or whatever thing, I send them across the street and I say, go see the physical therapist. Even though I am a physical therapist, I'm not your physical therapist. So go and get it figured out and then come back. Have you changed Romana's teachings at all in the last 25 plus years? Romana, I was lucky enough to see her teach a lot. And during a time where not a lot of people knew what Pilates was. So I got to see her teach individuals and individual groups. And I got to see her work out how to apply of course, teach the exercises, the footwork, the hundred, the short spine massage, all the exercises on the original apparatus. And she taught really via the principles, the posture and the strength and the guts and the symmetry. So in that way, I do feel that I teach the same way that I'm so grateful to have studied with her. I bring myself into the room just the same way that she brought herself into the room, even though we always go back and thank Mr. Pilates because he made an amazing body of work that we're lucky enough to play around in and study and break it apart and look at every little thing and then put it back together and play in his world. So... Lori? Yes? If an experienced teacher wants to develop their own teacher training program, do you have any advice for them? I would suggest that they choose their students really carefully, make them take a lot of lessons, and really have them spend time in your studio before you accept students. I work with Teresa Shoup and C.J. Meffy at Atlas Pilates, and they have really been amazing, helping get really organized with the teacher training catalog and um, the application process and selecting who is going to be going through your teacher training program, because it's probably going to take a lot more of your time and energy than you think. So although it's really rewarding and I just really love it, I would say don't jump in without thinking it through and being really prepared and organized and um, selecting your people well. Fantastic advice. And you know I'm going to ask you to come back because we didn't even get to all the questions. Oh, my god! I could talk to you for another couple of hours. Oh, dear. Yes. <laughs> If anyone wants to learn more about your teacher training program or just come to Seattle and have a lesson, how do they contact you? They can email me at lori, L-O-R-I, 
at Atlas Pilates or contact Atlas Pilates directly, service at atlaspilates.com. Fantastic. Thank you so much for your time today, Laurie. Oh, thank you so much, Darian. It was delightful to talk with you today. (laughs) Absolutely. Again, I'll see you at some point in the new year, for sure. All right. Very good. Bye-bye. Bye. For more information and hopefully inspiration, you can visit my website at dariangold.com. And until next week, my Pilates friends, make sure you are taking time to quiet your busy mind and take a few moments every day to breathe deeply and slowly. As always, make sure you lift your head, lift your spine, because they will lift your spirit. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope it inspired you. In order that you don't miss any of the great conversations, please subscribe, as it will also help others find all things Pilates. This show is produced and hosted by me, Darian Gold. It originates as a live radio show on KPCA in Petaluma, California. Podcast production is provided by Audio Ephemera. Our theme music is Summer Sidewalk by Audio Nautics. For more information about my classes, my calendar, Pilates resources, please visit dariangold.com. Until next time, find your two-way stretch.